Can I invite all the kids to come forward? Come on up. Stuart, what up, dog? George, how you doing, bud? Nice work with the cross. Wait, y'all come over here. Come over here. Come on. Come on. You can sit. So, um, you guys might not know this, but I'm here to tell you that some days the life of the preacher is a hard life. <laughs> Stuart doesn't believe it. Stuart, it's true, brother. You have these decisions where you have to decide whether you're going to preach the story of Joseph, of Joshua, maybe the first ever motivational speaker in the history of motivational speakers and try to unpack that story for you guys or you make the decision about whether you're going to preach about apocalypse and rapture and the end times to a group of folks like you. Right before Travis read the gospel, Brian came up to me and he whispered into my ear. Do you know what he said? He said, so are you going to preach about the rapture this morning? <laughs> and I said, probably much to his surprise, I think I am, kind of. But in order to preach about the rapture, we need to talk a little bit about bedtime. Do you guys have bedtime routines? What happens at bedtime? What time is bedtime? George, what time is your bedtime? 7.30. Peter, what about you? 7.30. 8 o'clock. Wow, nice flex, Stuart. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. <laughs> I love it. So you have bedtimes. What happens at bedtime? You go to sleep. What, George, what do you do in order to get ready for bedtime? Go to the bathroom, right? That's one of the things we do. Empty that bladder. What else? Yeah, Stuart. You what? You rap. Like hip-hop? Nice. Well, that's what happens when you get an extra 30 minutes, right? What about you, Sawyer? Brushing of the teeth? Does anyone else brush their teeth? Does anyone pretend that they brush their teeth but not really brush their teeth? I do see a few hands. That's right. What else happens at bedtime? Yeah, Peter. You put your pajamas on. Yeah, you change your clothes. Get into something more comfortable. What else? Just blurt it out. Um, water. Water. You need to. Um, you need a story. Sometimes you read a story or you listen to a story that someone reads to you. What about you? You hang out with your sissy? Yeah? What else? Does anyone have something special you sleep with? Yeah? What? A big stuffy. I like it. Yeah, George, what about you? Covers. Yeah, just try to stay warm. Stuart, is this another flex? My brother. Your brother. Yeah. Yeah. 
sometimes you like scoot in next to Charlie. Yeah, you know, I was the little brother to Stuart, and when I would, sometimes I would get scared at night, and I would come into my brother's room, and I'd be like, can I sleep in your room? He had two beds, and you know what he would say? He'd say, dollar. <laughs> he charged me one dollar to spend the night in his room. Isn't that funny? Seriously, especially because when I was a kid, all the dinosaurs were out roaming around, right? <laughs> so here's the deal. Yeah, talk about old, right? That's me. Um, so here's the deal. I asked you about bedtime and bedtime's routines because when you read the story that we have from Matthew's gospel, there's this end line where Jesus says, and it kind of depends on which version of the story that you read, but he's like saying somewhat like urgently like, Everybody, like, stay alert, keep awake, don't go to sleep. And I was like, wait, what? Hey, am I talking? I'm talking. Hey, remember, this is a hard job, Stuart. Like, help me out, brother. Help me out. Come on, my man. You will be a priest in 20 years. I bet you will. Maybe 25. We'll see. So here's the deal. At the end of this story, Jesus is like, stay awake. Don't go to sleep. Be alert. Keep your eyes wide open. Pay attention. Focus. And then I was asking myself when I was reading the story, I was like, and let me ask you, do you do y'all like love when it's bedtime? Yeah. Do you love it? You're like, yes, I can't wait to go to bed. No? George is like thumbs down. Peter's like, I hate bedtime. And I was like, it seems like Jesus doesn't like bedtime either. And then I was like, wait, no, 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 wait, wait, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. I was like, no, 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 wait, that can't be it because one of the ten rules is like get plenty of rest, make sure you go to bed, make sure that every week you're getting enough sleep and everything. So I was like, what is he talking about in this crazy story where there are like these ten young maidens waiting for this guy to show up for a party and five of them have lamps and with oil, and five of them have lamps without oil, and then when he shows up, the other five have to go down to the to loaf and jug to try to get some more oil, but it's late, and it's not open, and they're not able to get enough, and by the time they get back, the other five have already gone in with the guy, and they're having a great party. It seems a little confusing. It seems when we listen to this story, just from the outside, that like, God likes people who like do their bedtime routines and are like do everything that they say and then God doesn't like people who like don't follow the directions or the rules but we also know like no that can't be it because Jesus is always giving out love and grace to those of us who don't necessarily follow the rules perfectly right so I'm sitting here and I'm trying to figure out what this is about and then I'm like wait a minute I remember learning about this stuff, this stuff called eschatology, this stuff called the rapture, this stuff called the apocalypse when I was in seminary. And I think I have an idea of what this is about. Stuart, you're yawning? Really? I'm getting to the good part here, my man. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. You're tired. You want to go to bed. You probably won't want to go to bed at 8 o'clock. All of your friends here will have been asleep for 30 minutes while you're just up rapping. 
I love that. I think I'm going to try rapping tonight before I go to bed. So here's the deal. We ask ourselves, we're like, what's the point of this story? The point of this story, what we're supposed to be awake and alert to, what we're supposed to be paying attention to is one another, is that when we come into the presence of each other, that it's important for us to be together. And most certainly, this is a story about being present to God's presence in our midst, having some sense when you get that feeling of like, ah, I'm safe and secure, that we're in the presence of God. But there are also other stories that we're going to hear over the course of the next week that's about like not just about being staying connected and present to our relationship with God, but also our relationship with each other. And so I was thinking maybe we could do that with our bodies. We could like learn what it's like to be present. Are you with me? Yeah. There's very little enthusiasm coming from this direction here. Are you with me? You are. Okay. So let's stand up. Stand up. I want you to feel your two feet on the ground. It's interesting that y'all are paying attention, but the grown-ups are not paying attention. Stand up. I know. I know. Stand up. Now I want you to turn to your neighbor, either one, it doesn't matter, and you, you just simply say, may I have permission to put my hand on your shoulder? May I have permission to put my hand on your shoulder? Yeah. I want you to feel both feet on the ground. No, put your hand back on the shoulder. Yeah, good, good. I want you to feel both feet on the ground here. And when you go out from this place over the course of your life this week, when you're standing and grounded, I want this to be a reminder that you are in the presence of God, that you are connected to a God who loves you and cares for you and wants the best for you. And then when you happen to touch another human being, whether it's shaking the hand of your teacher when you come into school or grabbing the hand of one of your playmates on the playground or wrestling with your brother or sister after school or at bedtime, or at bedtime <laughs> I want you to remember that we are connected one to another. These stories about heaven, these stories about the rapture, these are stories about connectedness, about interdependence, about how we relate both to God and to each other. You think you can take that out into the world this week? I bet you can. Without, without my rapper, I can. Come on, you can. That's all I got for you today. Amen. <laughs>